Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too. And don't forget, the podcast is now up, so I will add that link in the description as well. And yesterday, we did have some new members join us, so I want to thank Morgan, Satin T, Flotten, and Coco Starseeker. Great name. Thank you for joining us, thank you for supporting the channel, and thank you to everyone for taking 20 minutes out of your day to be here. Incredible level support, and you are amazing for it. Don't forget that. And let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from Big Bumblebee 5795 and it does have an update after it as well. So, am I the arsehole for not answering any contact from work while on maternity leave? I work for my cousin. We're in the same field, but he owns a business. I started working for him five years ago and worked my way up to second or third in command at this fairly small company. I took nine months of maternity leave, starting two weeks before my due date. My child is now six months old, meaning I'm currently in my seventh month of leave and go back to work in about 10 weeks. During the last seven months, there's been a few crises at work. They called me and I fixed it. They should not have been doing this due to my maternity leave, but I didn't mention it because these were legitimate crises. And most of the time, it was my cousin asking. However, because I'm entering the end of my leave, I want some time completely free of work to recharge before I have to dive back in. So starting two weeks ago, I stopped answering my phone. At some point it died, so I put it in the drawer and haven't plugged it in since. I have a landline for emergencies, a laptop to keep in touch with people, and a TV for entertainment, so I'm enjoying the break from the phone without issue. However, my cousin tried to call me about a week ago to get help with the client I handle. I had passed this client on to someone else, but something went wrong. My cousin called me to help, and because I didn't answer, we lost the client. I know their contract was up for renewal, but I didn't think there would be any issues, so I saw no reason to check my phone. My cousin has told our family what happened. He's furious with me for not having my phone turned on when I knew that client would be up for renewal. He also says that I have been answering my phone this whole time. I should have warned someone that I would be uncontactable. I have called the client and tried to fix it, but they've already signed on with someone else. My cousin wants this to stop from happening again as several more clients are up for renewal in the next couple of months. He said I have to be available for the next couple of months so he can call me if there is another issue. I've said that I'm on maternity leave and therefore I should be left alone so I will be leaving my phone off and it's shitty of him to ask otherwise. My cousin said that I was being selfish and accused me of trying to fuck him over and my mother and aunt agree with him, saying if I don't answer my phone, there may not be a company to come back to and accused me of taking advantage of him because he's my cousin, as anyone else would have fired me over this. I've responded that if my cousin can't run his own business without me, then he's incompetent and shouldn't be in charge of an omelette, let alone a company. They said that was uncalled for and told me to switch my mobile on now so he can call me if he needs, but I'm still refusing. 
am I the arsehole? And then there was a small edit which said, why do people think I went away with no plans? I had six months between figuring out I'd need the leave and going on leave. And I spent those six months assigning my clients to my coworkers, bringing people up to speed on said clients and even holding meetings where I introduced the clients to their new handlers. I worked all this out months ago. And we'll start off with Lucy Lou saying, oh my God, the audacity of this man. The maternity leave means you take time off away from the job. In my country, once someone goes on maternity leave, they are uncontactable and it's not an option to call them to ask for favors or even advice, not the arsehole. And potentially Gap says everyone sucks here. He shouldn't have called you on maternity leave, but you had been answering the phone all through the previous seven months. I don't think anyone can blame him for expecting you to still be taking work calls at the end as well. You should have just made it clear at the beginning that you weren't gonna take any work calls. And Langji says, and quotes, accused me of taking advantage of him because he's my cousin as anyone else would have fired me over this and then says no quite the opposite when my wife was on maternity leave the company made sure to shut down her email and turn off her access to the network they were not allowed to contact her about work as that is against the law you answering any questions during that leave was a favor to him you can actually sue but i assume you are not going to do that because it's family not the arsehole they should learn the law not sure how long the FMLA extends to in your state, but the first couple of favors probably were breaking the law. And Water Buffalo says, and quotes, I've responded that if my cousin can't run his own business without me, then he's incompetent and shouldn't be in charge of an omelette, let alone a company. And then says, you just made an argument for you being fired. If he doesn't need you to run his business, why is he paying you? Everyone sucks here. He's right that you should have given him a heads up that you wouldn't be reachable. And your family is right that you may not have a job to come back to if your role is vital to the company. And El Bercho says, you're the arsehole disclaimer. No workplace should expect an employee of any kind to be contactable during any form of leave, be it annual leave, sick leave, or maternity slash paternity leave. Where I think you're the arsehole here though, is that by not saying from the start that you were uncontactable, you created the expectation that you would be available to some degree. You should have nipped it in the bud at the beginning. It is also perfectly reasonable of you to get to the point down the line where you say enough is enough and tell them for the remainder of your leave you will not be contactable. But to just go no contact without alerting anyone was not professional. So if the real question was actually, am I the arsehole for not answering any contact from work while on maternity leave? Then no, you wouldn't have been, not in the slightest. But by your own account, that is not what happened. You answered some contact from work, which you shouldn't have, and then from their perspective, randomly stopped. That's where you became the arsehole, in my opinion. And Super Discussion says, not the arsehole, but I think you need another job. Maybe you want to open your own business. You already know the potential clients. And Never Really Sometimes says, there is someone taking advantage of a familial relationship here, but it's not OP. I've been on maternity leave. You don't expect to be on call for work. Your cousin is out of line. And one more from Bloodberry Smoothie says, not the arsehole, and all these you're the arsehole comments smell a lot like American capitalist brainwashing. Maternity leave is not home office, and you're not obligated to do shit. There might not be a company to come back to. Well, then maybe the company was just under bad leadership to begin with. If they don't hire a replacement and can't handle things happening, calling every little thing a crisis. They could be grateful for helping her out at all, since they should be well aware she isn't supposed to work and she also has a freaking newborn baby. She didn't create the expectation. She'd be available all the time. The cousin and colleagues exploited her kindness by repeatedly making her handle their problems by calling things a crisis. Now, I've probably covered way too many comments there because I forgot there was an update. <laughs> but the update says, am I the arsehole for not answering any contact from work while on maternity leave? 
First off, thank you for the support, advice, and different perspectives you provided on my first post. Most of you agreed that I should not be working for my cousin. I mentioned on the last post that I'd had some offers from competitors, and while most paid about the same, they required a step down in my career. A few of you pointed out that if I can earn the same money after a step down, something isn't matching up. I did some research and came to the conclusion that I am being overworked and underpaid. I also triple checked all my notes for the last seven months of leave and calculated that I worked for 87 days out of just over 200. That was where I hit my limit. I then reached out to some of the people who had made offers previously and asked if they could give me a formal offer. Three of them did. My favorite has fewer hours slash responsibilities and more money. And they're fine with me wanting to finish up my planned maternity leave, nine more weeks before I start. I had a check-in day scheduled for later this month, but pulled it forward to Monday and asked my cousin and a few others to be there. I laid out all the above. I was open to negotiating in a way that would let me stay in the company, but my cousin flew off the handle, and after that we agreed that me staying was no longer an option. As I have nine weeks left of leave, I will hand in my notice, meaning I will not come back to work, but I will be paid for this time, as well as compensated for the leave I lost. My cousin has blocked me on everything, but his mum has called my mum, who has been yelling at me for two days. I've had to block my own mother. My cousin is attempting to rally our entire family against me, but I have Nan on my side, so he is not succeeding. I am never working with my family again. Good shout. And what is it with Nan, sir? They always, they always take the correct side in these situations, right? <laughs> now, what do you guys think of this story? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And our next story is from the Robster 2002. Am I the arsehole for refusing to pay my sister rent? Am I the arsehole for refusing to pay my sister's rent to my parents? Hi all, posting on a throwaway because my sister is on Reddit. Am I the arsehole for refusing to pay my sister rent, which my parents are charging her? This probably could do with some context slash backstory, so here we go. I-19 male, have a stepsister, 18 female. For clarity, my bio parents got divorced when I was very young, so I never knew my real dad, and my stepsister is my stepdad's daughter from a previous marriage. I never really faced abuse much, but I've always known my stepsister was the favorite with my parents. Just little things, when I was young and had birthdays, she always had to have presents and a fair share of the attention, while the reverse was never the case on her birthday. When I was 14, I got a paper round to earn a bit of pocket money. My parents forced me to give my sister half of that money. The same was true when I was 16 and got a Saturday job at Burger King. Using my share of my pay from that I saved up and bought myself a laptop to do schoolwork on. When my stepdad found out, he made me share that with my stepsister too. True to form, she managed to delete all my schoolwork including my A-level coursework. Then when I confronted her about it, she smashed the laptop on the floor. By this point, I had also turned 18. My parents decided that since I was 18 and working, I needed to pay rent, which I did for about six months before I decided to move into a flat shared with some friends. So partially because of the aforementioned laptop incident, I missed out on the grades I needed to go to my chosen uni. So I'm having to reset a couple of subjects while working full time. That's okay, I can manage that now, I'm out of that madhouse. But last weekend, I got a phone call from mum. She and stepdad have decided that since they started charging me rent when I turned 18 and stepsister had just turned 18, it's only fair they charge her rent too. The kicker? Because she hasn't got a job, has never had a job and isn't even looking for one, they think it would be nice and a brotherly thing for me to help her pay, i.e. pay them rent on her behalf. The fuck? I told them no since I don't see why I should be responsible for yet more expenses on her behalf. 
Plus, I'm already paying for my own rent and utilities and council tax. I don't have a huge amount of spare money to afford that. Things didn't get nasty or heated on the phone at the time, but now I have uncles, aunts, cousins, grandparents, etc. blowing up my phone and my Facebook calling me a horrible son and ungrateful for not stepping up to help out. So, am I the arsehole here? Now, the whole way through this one, I was thinking, no, 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 no. No, you're definitely not the arsehole. And it was all the way through, not the arsehole. I can't believe they're treating you that way. And in some ways, you come into the story and you think, why haven't you got out there already? But when you really think about it, been abused all this time, being told, yeah, you have to pay for your stepsister for this, that, and the other, all the way through his childhood, right up to the point where he is, a young adult in his life now. And he's still even questioning and he was still having to like make excuses and saying, look, I pay council tax on my own rent now. I can't do it kind of thing. You don't even have to say that to them. And it's so incredibly sad because he shouldn't, he doesn't have to explain this to them. They're abusing him and he doesn't have to explain this to him. My heart breaks for this dude, man. They are just taking total advantage of you in this situation. And I hate saying, you know, get out of there as soon as possible and cut them off because... No one likes to lose family, you know, but in this case, they're just toxic. They're just, I feel so sorry for OP in this situation. So that's a 100% not the arsehole from me, but administration this 77 says not the arsehole. She's gotten so much off you already. I'd block them all. An engineer says not the arsehole, but the way you they treated you is seriously abusive. You've been manipulated and stolen from. Not all abuse is physical. And Famine90 says not the arsehole. Sorry to say, but your family sucks. They fucked up by not teaching your stepsister how to be an adult. Keep your money. Honestly, I might change my number. And Creative B says, not the arsehole. I don't understand their logic of you being responsible for her rent in your parents' house. Surely, if she has no job, they should hold out charging her rent until she gets one. Parents charging their kids rent really gets to me as it's like they just wipe their hands of you at the age of 18. My mum threatened me with it once when I was at uni and paying rent and only home at weekends. And I told her, okay, I won't come home as I'm already paying rent and she never said it again. Mind you, it was me doing the bulk of the housework, so that's probably what swayed it. They are all assholes except you, although I would sway to your mum is the biggest asshole, as she should have your back from the get-go as you are her child. They're wondering in the future what they done wrong when you stop contacting them. The best thing you can do is live your best life and stop replying to them. Mute or block them on your phone for as long as you need. If that's forever, so be it. Good luck and stay strong. They are the parents, not you. And we'll have one more from Purple Tumbleweed saying, not the arsehole, cut them off and be prepared for stepsister to show up at your apartment with your parents, insisting that you let her move in. Oh, we said that before. Just because they're family doesn't mean they're not toxic or that you need to have any kind of relationship with them. As far as your extended family goes, that's up to you. I'm sure they've been told a lot of lies about what really happened. You can try to talk to a few individually and explain your side, but a lot of times that's just more trouble than it's worth and causes more drama. If I were you, I'd ignore them all. Consider yourself an orphan. That's what I did and move on and live your best life. They treated you horrible and yes, you were abused, just not physically. This is financial abuse besides emotional abuse and turning your family against you. Keep your head up and do what's best for you. Good luck. Now, what do you guys think of this situation and what would you do in it if you was OP? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And our next story is from Lost Consideration 90. Am I the arsehole for calling the cops on my neighbor's kids? I heard kids playing on my porch, so I told my kids to get their socks and shoes on because it sounded like their friends were outside playing already. My daughter opens the door and two very small children jump off my porch and run towards the road. 
which made me nervous right off the bat because they were so small, three male and four female. But they stopped and came back when they saw it was just my kids. And I realized that these were two kids that I had not seen before at all in the neighborhood. And there was no adult in sight supervising them. I tried to ask them where they lived, where their grown up was and if I could walk them home. But the boy kept yelling at me that he knows where he lives, at the mountain. This doesn't make sense, we live two hours away from the closest mountain, but he's also around three, lol. So I called the non-emergency police line and explained the situation. Two cops showed up about 20 minutes later and found the mum about 10 houses down. She kept glaring at me as the cop was talking to her. When they left, she meekly starts calling her kids, who are just straight up ignoring her. And I said, I don't think that's going to work, I think you might need to come get them. She glared at me again and took 10 minutes to wrangle up her kids and go home. I'm not sure if this paragraph is going to add any context or if it's just going to make me feel better to type it out because it was weird but here it goes. The little girl wouldn't talk to me at all, probably shy but the little boy was weirdly demanding and disrespectful, even for a three year old. He told me to get him water and I did to which he screamed at me for not bringing him a big bottle of water. Then at one point I was waiting for the cops he told me he was going in my house to get more toys to bring out and I told him no you're not and he straight up looked me in the eye and said yes I am and was going to just walk in my house. I don't know if this was just offhanded weirdness or maybe these kids are just allowed to do whatever they want in their house. It honestly just kind of floored me because my kids would never talk to me that way let alone a strange adult. He also told the cop that he ran away because he felt like it. Anyway, when I told my best friend and mum, they agreed with what I did, but when I told my boyfriend, he brought up that the lady might have been glaring at me because they might not be fully legal here and I may have put them on blast. I'm definitely not trying to get anybody deported, but I'm also not trying to babysit two small unknown children for free all day. So was I the arsehole here? And there's a small update which says thank you for your advice and awards. I didn't expect to gain any traction and I took my kids on a nice secluded forest walk and came back to a bunch of comments. After my boyfriend got home, we talked about it more and after reading a lot of your comments, my boyfriend said he didn't think I was in the wrong to call. He just thought that could be the reason she was glaring. He's glad I took care of the kids. I did also end up calling CPS after an overwhelming amount of you point out the signs of abuse and negligence. I gave them the name of the officer I talked to, the time and the area so they could get the lady's name and address. I don't know if this is a me thing, but like if I had kids and stuff these days, you know, I'd be watching like a hawk, a three and a four year old. I don't think I'd let them out of my sight. And I don't know if that's a sad point of view or what. I definitely three to four is definitely some children you don't let run off down the road and just disappear. But like even later ages these days, it's just, I don't know if because it's reported more or what, but you just hear so many horror stories about, you know, like children being picked up and stuff like that. And, and you see like these young, young children walking by themselves and i just think fucking hell man it, it it makes me nervous and again that might be a bad call from me because children do need to gain their independence at some point and it's just the way i see things in the world you know because when you're on the internet for so long you just read so much bad things that go on out there and it just gives you a different perspective on things it's just a scary world that's all i can say right i'm just waffling on about how scary the world is so basically what I'm saying is, Opie's definitely not the arsehole for looking out for these children's well-being. That was number one in this situation. These children's lives, looking after them, making sure they're safe. And I think you did the right thing in this situation. But overall, disaster says, not the arsehole. A three and a four-year-old running on a street unsupervised is horrible parenting. And Kiki says, uh, not the arsehole. What would your boyfriend have you, had you done differently? 
shut the door on toddlers. They weren't able to even communicate where they lived. How are you supposed to be comfortable enough to trust them to find their own way? You did the right thing. Your boyfriend sounds like he's more concerned with not ruffling feathers than making sure the kids were safe. Ion then says, not the arsehole. You did what was best for the kids' safety. 10 houses down is a long way for kids that young to wander off. They could have been hit by a car or kidnapped or run off further and not been able to find their way home. You did the responsible thing. And Leo Lover 812 says, not the arsehole. They were unsupervised and quite a distance from home. I would have called the police too. And let her glare. Tell you will call the police every time they are unsupervised wandering the street. And it's not your fault if they aren't legal here. How would you have known that? And Mr. Silk says, you are absolutely in the right. What are you supposed to do? Search the entire neighborhood with five kids in tow. You're right to call for help. As for mum, she should be happy you're the one who found them instead of a predator looking for an opportunity. Not the asshole. And RB1327 says, not the asshole. Sounds like these kids are given a lot of independence. That is parents just letting them run loose and unattended. So that might explain his pushy behavior. And HKM1017 says, I'm not the arsehole. You couldn't have known their legal status in the situation. And that status doesn't change that you need to keep an eye on young kids. I get people have tough situations, but putting young kids in possible danger isn't the answer. Isn't something that should be happening at all, even if you're in a tough situation. Plus, I feel like there's also a possibility that the mum was just mad she got caught being a bad parent, especially with the kids being so rude. You did the right thing regardless, in my opinion. And one more from I did it for cheese says, is it possible these kids are in an abusive home situation? The boy speaking to you like that, did the girl say anything? Despite being the younger of the two, combined with the mother's meekness, suggests that they might be modeling behavior seen at home. And now I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys think in this situation? Do you think there's anything more going on? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, once again, guys, I am forgetting the intro today. <laughs> thank you for being here. And thank you so much for your love, support, and time towards the channel. It really does mean the world. You just spending 20 minutes out of your day here. I just find it amazing that you spend 20 minutes, that's a long time, out of your day listening to some stories. I'm just so thankful for it. Thank you so much for being you. And if you want to support the channel further, you can, but no, absolutely no pressure to do so by clicking that join button down below for YouTube or clicking the Patreon link in the description and joining up there. It is very much helpful, super helpful. In fact, just a reminder as well, the podcast is back up. You can find it on Spotify, Mark Narrations, The Wafflecast, <laughs> same stories that you're hearing here, basically, and previous stories. I'm uploading them as we go daily at the moment. So let me know what you think. You can listen to them on the go, all that kind of stuff. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.